some of the others did. Didn't they happy? Wasn't there some of the other kids? What did we give them? What, cars? Tractors? Give a kid a tractor? Another kid would give a house? Didn't we give him a house? You know, bags of cash? I don't know what we gave these kids. You know, they asked for things. We gave it to them. I mean, you guys asked me to win, and I gave that to you. Right? All right, hello, everybody. Welcome to So What'd You Think? This is a movie podcast show where me and a guest will come on and we'll discuss a movie that we have just seen for the first time, and we kind of give our immediate reactions to it. This week, I have brought on a special guest. Uh, he is an NBA reporter. He works for uh, Quasi Sports. He also has just recently interviewed LeBron James, which is pretty cool. If you want to check that out, it's on his Instagram, at Kahari Jones Jr. Uh, he's also just started a brand, uh, Motivated Purpose, which is a clothing brand. Uh, he's starting to get that up. So look out for that as well. Uh, this is uh, Kahari Jones Jr. Welcome. Yes, yes, man. Thanks for having me on. It's gonna be, you know, we got we got a great, great conversation coming up. And, yeah, um, for sure. I'm excited to, to talk about it. Yeah, I'm me too. So the movie we watched this week was uh, it's called Blue Chips. For those of you who may not heard of this movie, it came out in '94. It is a basketball film. I thought it was pretty fitting, uh, given the guest. Uh, this is stars Nick Nolte, um, some other uh, basketball players too, including Shaquille O'Neal. Larry Bird is in there playing himself. Penny Hardaway. Uh, yeah, yeah. There's, there's plenty of like, little cameos in there. Yeah, I'm surprised I've never seen that movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, me too, honestly. Uh, before we get into it, we're going to do some spoiler-free thoughts, and then uh, we'll jump right into the spoilers. So if you haven't listened to the movie, stick around for a few minutes, and then we'll jump into it. So yeah, Kahari, uh, what, what, is your, uh, what are your thoughts of Blue Chips? Man, it was a, an incredible movie, and it just, it's thought-provoking, just especially like what I do as far as like just reporting and um, writing on, on sports. Um, just seeing how, like, you know, what coaches have to deal with, you know, because uh, Nick Nelty, he was a, a legitimate coach where he didn't mm-hmm. want to... to um, he didn't want to buy players, you know. He didn't want to give players money, but he right. understand like that's the game, you know. That's how you that's how you win. Mm. And then once he did it, you know, he, he had an amazing win in the, in the middle of the season. And then just his 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 morals didn't stand for it. You know, that's what that was. He didn't he didn't value just winning off, you know, buying players. Right. The uh, main plot of this movie is basically the Nick Nolte, who is the coach of the Western University basketball team, and uh, he basically pretty moral guy and refuses to buy players. And he, so a lot of this movie is him scouting players, but uh, as it kind of goes down, he ends up going into this business of immorality and so it's buying his players to be successful and um, yeah. does a lot of that, which is a really interesting idea. Um, and it's definitely very relevant, I think, today. Um, Absolutely. And that's, that's all I kept thinking about because I hear about so many different allegations that go goes on. Mm-hmm. And, you know, especially growing up in college, I mean, like watching college basketball, you hear about it, but now that, you know, you, you get more, you get older and you're starting to see like this is really what goes on, and then mm. you talk to some players that you know personally. That's like in, a, in college, and you you and that's playing basketball. You and then you see like these guys are really getting paid. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then like you, you feel me? Just like for example, like you hear about the the Rick Pitino situation yeah. uh, a few years ago. All oh, that's all I kept thinking about is all these allegations, like from from colleges like you know Duke, Kentucky, you know um, Louisville, and like I, like I just mm. said with the Rick Pitino situation, like you know I, I was I was curious to think like. This guy, he he kept on claiming like he didn't know what what was going on, right. <laughs> you know, yeah. and like, you know, just movies like Blue Chips, you see like these guys don't understand what's what's happening right now. 
Yeah, it's a very interesting topic, and we'll, we'll definitely get into that, too, a little bit in the second half. Uh, one of my questions going into this thing is I was curious how Shaq was going to be, so let's talk about that. Let's, a little more lighthearted discussion. What did you think of Shaq in this movie? Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, man. Shaq was, always, <laughs> Shaq was always incredible, man. He always got funny parts and everything, you know. Yeah. Um, but uh, I just, I, I, honestly, I thought, the, the fact that he was actually smarter than what they even thought he was. You know, he said he had a mm. five. They, they said he had a five twenty, you know, SAT yeah. score. And I'm like, wow, that's crazy. How are they gonna try to, you know, it's very low? Yeah, like wow, that's low. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but. Um, I think the most surprising part with me, and I just kept can't stop thinking about it, is the fact that he was actually he 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 had a five twenty on purpose. Yeah, yeah, like that was know, a really he, cool part of this plot was that he kind of pretended because he kind of thought the whole college system was, like, not meant for him. Yeah, and so he, he kinda... was saying, like, the SAT test was, like, cultural bias, mm. which I totally agree on that anyway, <laughs> honestly. So I was yeah. just like, man, that's crazy. But this guy's really intelligent. So for me, just thinking as an African-American male, like, that's, mm. you know, I feel like that was a message, uh, you know, underlying message in that movie. Yeah, for like, sure. Yeah, that's that's what I that's what that's the, all I kept thinking about. You know, like you know, they give us these you know stereotypes that you know we're this and we're that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But then he proved them wrong. This guy's really intelligent, but just not to what you think that. You know how he, how smart, intelligent he is. Yeah, like they're, you know? yeah, the way right he's, scale of exactly. intelligence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. So that's that's that was really you know interesting and intriguing to me. And, yeah. and that's what I, and honestly that's what I see all the time. That's why I feel like that was an underlying message because mm-hmm. that's what you see all the time. You see people that's try to like perceive guys that's not really smart just because they come from broken homes or, you know, they don't have the resources and the opportunity, you know. Yeah. But once he did have the resources and opportunity, what did he get in a movie, like a 900? Yeah, like 960 know, or something right, like that. 960 yeah. or something like that. Blew their minds away, you know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> yeah. you know, that was just a message that I, I can't stop thinking about in the movie. Yeah, yeah actually, that didn't, really, that didn't really click with me. But, yeah, I feel <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's, that's interesting. I mean, Shaq's character in this yeah, was very surprising. I mean, like, Sure, he's not the best actor, but I think his his character in the film really like illuminated some of the themes of and basketball and stuff like that. that Absolutely, was, um, really good. Um, another one thing I wanted to mention was the opening scene. Uh, that was pretty funny. Oh, <laughs> where, yeah, where he's like yeah, he's yelling yeah. at the players, which yeah. <laughs> I mean, like I played like rec league basketball, and you played basketball growing up too. Like yeah. I feel like a coach yelling at a player like that. Like and then like leaving the room and they're like oh and then they're kind of like taking yeah. a breather and then he just comes back and yells some more yeah no 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 <laughs> I thought that that was just funny it, yeah. no it was it was funny to me because that's that's what really goes on these coaches right. are crazy so that's why I I like the the the, uh, the job that Nick Nolte did yeah. <laughs> like he did a credible job just yeah. you know de- depicting the uh, the character of a coach yeah yeah like as a short tempered coach yeah, yeah. yeah no that's how they really are though honestly they crazy they get the throwing things they get the yelling at the players my what I was looking I was looking at the players body language because you really mm-hmm. have to, as a basketball player, you really have to you be strong mentally to deal with uh, 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 to deal with a coach like that. Mm-hmm. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Like sure. you can't be just sitting there yelling at it. You can't just be getting yelled at it and expect to play. I don't personally agree with that. Mm-hmm. You know that type of method. But yeah. you know, like I said, you gotta you gotta have a strong mentality because yeah. these coaches be throwing things. They call you suckers. They call you. All type of curse words, yeah. you know what I'm saying? He, they, they called him a few names. I don't know if I can say it on the show, but yeah, no, you can't. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, but he was calling them all type of names. I'm like, yeah, and and I was yeah. just and I was curious to see like the energy coming out of the game, you know, coming mm-hmm. out of that locker room. That was my thing. Yeah, just well, seeing the energy, and they were still hyping and, and good and everything. So I was just like, that was really interesting to me. Like they were still yeah. uh, able to still go out there and play after he was just yelling them, calling them all those names. Yeah. Well, that was actually one of my questions I had later, which we can just jump into right now. Is that do you think 
coaches like yelling at players and stuff like that and being so short-tempered like is that okay like should that be kind of the standard for like what basketball players have to go through like does that uh, no. deliver a better performance you think no it, it doesn't at all you know mm. i don't i don't think that's a method i do feel like you gotta yell at them sometimes to motivate them but not bring them down like actually that's what's not the one thing i was dealing with when i first moved out here was just i was a i was a coach and um just with uh coaching the aau team and and i just felt like you know, the the coach, the head coach that was running it was yelling at these kids, and I didn't really like that. And I'm mm-hmm. like, man, you tearing, you breaking these kids down mentally. Like, it's a whole new generation. Yeah. Like, you know, back in the day, you probably can do that, and I can't really speak for it, but back, back in the old days, you probably could yell at players, and they still can be able to play, but it's a whole new generation, man. You can't be yelling at these kids, to, you know, expecting them to play your best. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That, that method, it never worked for me in college. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I, I always go out there and play, but, you know, I don't, I don't feel the best route is to yell at the player. You got to empower them, motivate them, talk to them. You know, mm-hmm. sometimes you got to get in their butts to, you know, get them to play hard, but not break them down. So, I, it is kind of a tough line because, like, I mean, you do have to a certain extent, like, be, like, Enforcing so they will actually like be motivated to a, a certain extent, but uh-huh. there is definitely a line where it's like, okay, now you're just harassing these players and like you're breaking them down. Absolutely, uh, these coaches nowadays they get too way too personal with it. Yeah, and that's my thing, and, and that's the that's the biggest problem. And that's one mm. of the things one of me and my friends we have discussions about all the time is, you know, we want to change the game and change the culture, coaching. You know, once we do have those opportunities to do it, like. You know, you can't be, like I said, you can't be yelling at these players trying to break them down. You got to let these guys play, motivate them, empower them, mm-hmm. you know, and don't, like I said, just don't, you know, don't don't hurt their mentalities, you know what I'm saying? Like, you could bring the best out of them, but yelling at them, that, that never works. Yeah. yeah, I'm with you. That's, yeah, and it's tough because I think a lot of coaches have that kind of mentality where they think that is okay or just that so many people do it that it is kind of the standard and that, like, that's something you're allowed to do. Um it's tough. Do you think that's something that's going to break? Like, do you think people might, like, that might be kind of a thing of the past where people, like, treat people too poorly and they might be a little better in the future? Like, what do, what do you think? Um, I, don't, I don't know, man. I just feel like, you know, um, it's always going to, like, you know, it, it's gatekeepers, man. So I feel like you gotta, we got to let more young coaches in now. Nowadays, that's why mm-hmm. I feel like you know we can't have these old guys that's trying to keep you know coach these and young millennials or you know yeah. Generation Z whatever you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying like you can't we we got that that's what I feel like that's, that's the only thing that's gonna change mm-hmm. if we let younger guys coach of course they gotta have credentials you know what I mean the, right. you know meet the requirements to be a coach but let these younger guys coach these players you know to be the best they can be you know because we got a whole different mentality like yeah. the game has changed yeah and, for and, sure. and and I feel like people are they these old guys are really in any industry. Not just basketball, but basketball specifically. Right now, you know, it's a lot of old guys that just think, okay, that's the same method. Let's go, let's go, let's let's go, let's go, let's go, let's, you know, let's let's be super hard on these guys. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Be hard on them to a certain extent. You know what I'm saying? But don't be hard on when you're crushing these guys' spirit. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like like for example, the other day, like when uh, Buddy Hill shot a three, the coach said something to him, and then he was hesitant. You know, you know what I mean? For the for the at the during the next play. Mm. Like, you can't do that to these players nowadays, man. You got to just let these guys play, play right. their game. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You, you talk to them afterwards. Don't, you know, man, like a lot of these guys, a lot of players, careers are getting destroyed because of a coach and his personal views, not just the whole organizational aspect of it, the coaching aspect. It's just a lot of coaches be personal and think 
okay, this is what I'm supposed to do. I'm the coach. I'm going to yell at this guy. I run this. Mm-hmm. Not focusing on the guy's careers. A lot of guys don't even be trying to uh, better. A lot of coaches don't even be trying to better these players. They just got these egos yeah. nowadays. Yeah, I feel that. I think it is kind of a generational thing, like you're saying. I think maybe as younger guys come in, they'll, they kind of can be more in the mindset of the players or something and feel less removed than I think maybe some older generations. I think that, yeah, I agree with that. Um, let's move into spoilers now because I, I got some specific things I want to talk about. So if you haven't seen the movie, um, you should go see it. Um, it's pretty interesting, and it's, it it's still uh, pretty relevant, I think. Um, but yeah, go see the movie, come back, listen to the rest of this episode. Um, but yeah, so spoilers. One of the, one of the lines I, I thought was like probably the best line, I think, in the movie is... Uh, I forget the name, but one of the one of the players that he was scouting, his her mom or his mom, um, was talking to Nick Nolte's character and said, "A foul is not a foul unless the referee blows his whistle," which I think is it's, it's a very layered line because it, it works on two levels. I mean, there is yeah the straight basketball level that yeah like referees can also just not call like fouls right. if they don't want to. I mean, the game can be fixed in a certain sense where it's like the game is just like it's dictated by the referee so if you don't if you don't call something then you know it's whatever but it works on another level too where it's like these coaches are you know paying these players essentially under the table to yeah pay for play exactly and that's like that's another thing it's like you're not going to get in trouble unless people actually call you out for it so it's not a foul until okay. someone calls you out and calls it a foul right. know, it's, so, it's so, a, so it's a deeper message than what you heard you know yeah it, yeah. it kind of works on two separate levels and i thought that was really interesting because it's saying something about the game of basketball itself and that games can be itself fixed but then it's yeah. also saying about players getting like paid and like that whole level which i thought was really interesting yeah man um, honestly like just that statement right there kind of you know it's so funny man just how life works though but you know just that statement right there alone was one of the reasons why i stopped watching you know the nba for for for, uh, for some years you know what i mean right. i only watched it because i was confused on like is this really real or is it entertainment you know what i mean that a lot of that goes on yeah a lot of that goes on. Just got to be careful about that, you know what I mean? And, um, you, you know, just got to see, like, in, I think, you know, one of the other scenes, like, when he found out about, you know, the fixed game. Mm-hmm. And it's like, right. right. You know, it just sparked thoughts. Like, does this really goes on? You know, like, how much right. does this goes on today? Yeah, that I thought was really interesting because it's like, is basketball, especially a speech at the very end of the movie where he's like, basketball is all just about money. Like, it's not about the entertainment, but it's about, like, the money-making machine that's behind it, which I think is a really interesting idea. It's like, is is basketball for the people that are paying the players and for the people that are, like, gambling in Vegas and that kind of thing? Is that what it, basketball is for? Is for the money? Or is it for people to like love and actually play basketball and enjoy watching basketball? Like, what is the real yeah, and, point and, of basketball? Absolutely. And, like, Honestly, I never thought about this until I watched this movie, so that's why I'm glad that we did get the mm. chance to watch it. That, you know, like, you know, we're turning players and good good, good basketball players into into monsters, you know, at, at, you know, at some points, you know what I'm saying? Even just me seeing me seeing these guys, like, I'm starting to think about it a lot. Like, you know, we, we, we're changing these guys. You know, they're good guys growing up. Mm-hmm. All they want to do is play basketball. Yeah. Then out of nowhere, you got all these agents and people coming around them, and corrupting these like you kids. Feel me? And, and I'm not saying all of them are like that, yeah. but just for the most part, like you know, who 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 started this? Yeah, that, that's that's what I want to get the root to. Who started this? This pay for play, you know? Yeah. Let's give these guys some money. Now, their whole demeanor has changed. Now, now their whole spirit has changed because they're young guys, eight, 19, eight, 18, 19, yeah. probably seventeen, eighteen. 
you know, good kids. Now they get involved with, okay, now they got, with, with some people that's corrupt, they got a bigger, you know, got a bigger goal. Right. I think that's perfectly exemplified, like, at the end of the movie where after he quits, he goes and he's, like, walking down the street of L.A. and he sees these kids playing basketball and he just goes over and instead of, like, being an agent and, you know, like, watching them play scouting, he just, like, goes up and, like, starts coaching them and, like, teaching them the mechanics of basketball. And it's, like, it's more pure. It's, like... They're right. just playing because they love they love basketball. They're not thinking like this is going to be my career. I'm going to make so much money. Like I'm going to get a Ferrari. I'm going to get thirty grand like in right. cash in a bag. Like they're not thinking about that. They're just they like basketball. Absolutely. And I feel like that's kind of what the main message almost of this film was. Is at the end of the film, like it's about the love of basketball and these kids like love basketball. And, For, seriously. And um, but there there is the other side of me too. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying that okay, like there are millions and millions of dollars that's being made. <laughs> yeah. Off, off, off these athletes. Right. So, is that bad? Do you think? Do you think can can both coexist? Can you like love basketball and have this like financial aspect to it? Or uh, yeah, I think they can coexist honestly. Mm. But like I say, you know, when it's like you know when, when you when you abuse it, that's when I think the problem you know comes. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So I do think you know players. You know, I, I, they they should get played. You know what I mean? So yeah. it's I, so when I when I see that when I hear about guys getting played getting paid, it's like. If I was in that position, I'd probably take it, too, honestly. I mean, yeah, if you're, yeah, if you're like, in a position of power, you can take that. <laughs> I, w- I probably would. I'm going to be honest yeah. with you. You know what I'm saying? Because, like I said, they're making so much money off it. I should be getting paid. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, the, the, well, especially if everyone else is doing it. Like, why shouldn't you be doing it? Right. <laughs> it's kind of the mentality I feel right. like a lot of these players have. So the, 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 the over the question is, like, this this movie was deep, man. Like, just, just seeing, you know, every, like I, like I said, it just sparked things like everybody should be getting paid. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. athletes should get paid. Uh, right. College athletes should get paid. Right. So I, I feel like that should be correct. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. if a guy wanted thirty thousand, give it to him. You know, you about to make you about to triple that off off this guy anyway. Right. I think that's I think that's kind of the logic for a lot of these coaches. Is like, yeah, you're paying thirty thousand. You're like you're buying a house for like their mom or that kind of stuff. But like in the end, you're winning or like you're making a successful championship winning team, and you're be gonna you're gonna be making so much more money off of that that it's like worth it. Um, but yeah, I think that is an interesting. I think that's the most relevant issue of this movie is that should you be paying college basketball players? So let's talk about that for a second. Like, do you think that's something that's going to happen eventually? Uh, like I legitimate paying? Uh, yeah, legit, yeah, it's, it's it's happening for but yeah, sure. But right. legitimate play, um, I, I can't see it. No, I can't see it happening no time right. soon unless unless college athletes, unless you do something like what Levar Ball did and. And create your own league, and you start paying playing players, you mm-hmm. know, to you know to play at a, at another level. But because right now it doesn't make sense to me why guys are getting scholarships. You mm-hmm. feel me? And and they know for a fact they're only gonna stay one year. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and that's tough for the school too. It's like they're like, they're not graduating from this university, so, so you giving like them what, all these what incentive money. is there? So you might as well just give them okay, give them money, and that's not even call a scholarship. Just give them money. You know what I mean? Like pay them. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Let let them let them get their jersey sales. You know, let them mm-hmm. get their endorsements right there in college. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? So we need, like I said, I think it needs to be a, a movement with all players. Just stop playing basketball. But I think it is going to be a change, though. I think the players are not going to have the option to. Go straight to the G League, mm. or and if they make the, they have to make a rule change, right? I think it's, I believe it's going to be in twenty twenty two. The Player Association and, and, and NBA is going to have like a negotiation about that. So that's oh, really? okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, just to play devil advocate, I think there is 
some people are upset because like people go to college and it's expensive to go to college and people like a lot of people can't afford to go to college and so when they see like basketball players like this that are getting essentially a free ride or getting paid to go to college and like get an education i guess that could upset people i mean that's just like i don't necessarily believe in that but like that's just like i guess an argument that some people make what do you think about yeah, man, it's upsetting. It upsetting. I, I, it's funny, man, because I, I know I, I was a mentor at uh, my alma mater, Indiana State University, mm. um, and I saw so many kids that were very, very passionate mm. about their education, but they couldn't get it. They were in tears, man, because they can't they they can't afford to pay for it. Mm. And when you see that, when you see like people athletes like, like that's not that's the only one that they, they're getting they're getting scholarship, have no intention of going to class. Exactly, I seen it. I saw it for myself. They don't go to class. <laughs> yeah. You know, well, they're not there. They're there to play basketball. They, they're, they're not play there basketball, to play yeah. basketball. You know what I mean? They're there to play basketball, football, whatever sport they're playing. They, they don't even care about it. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And then you give them all this money, all these incentives, and it's and and like I said, after one year they're gone. One yeah. or two years they're gone. Yeah, it's it's, so, it's tough. So who you know what I'm saying? Who's really wrong here though? Honestly, like we got to look right. at that. Who who's wrong? Who who's the bad guy in this in this situation? Is it the yeah. institutions? It just seems like it's like the colleges have become two separate like, bodies, and, like, they're combined for some reason. Like, you know, like, one is focused on education and, like, higher learning for people to grow, and then the other one is, like, this money-making basketball machine where they're paying players to, like, have a better reputation and win championships and that kind of stuff. And I feel like somehow they should be separate. I don't, I don't have a solution for that, but I just, it seems weird that yeah, colleges like, are in charge of all this. Yeah, they put, <laughs> and like, it's like, and I've seen it for myself, they're putting way more money into these buildings for the athletes mm-hmm. that, don't give a, that don't care about them. Yeah, I mean, same at USC, too. I mean, like, you got, like, football players. They're all, like, on these Irbys, like, these little electric, like, things that they're going around. Camp. Like, they just give them that. They give them all these perks and stuff. Like, I mean, like, one of my friends, he works for the USC football team, and, like, he's seen that they, like, give hotels and stuff, and, like, they, like, make they give them the nicest rooms. They throw big parties and stuff. It's all this very elaborate thing, you know? Like, they're trying to win people over to come here, and they're trying to make them happy. Right. Which, it's, it's weird, because it's, like, there's other students here who, like, on scholarship and like can barely afford to get here and they're they've seen all these other people that it's the opposite you know, they're getting paid absolutely and then some some of these guys even on and some of these regular students are probably gonna make more money than some of these athletes mm-hmm. that you're giving all this stuff to maybe yeah and honestly and then like just say you you, you got the, the uh, you say you got the next these jobs at for example usc <laughs> but he sees how he's getting treated he sees that he's not getting other financial backing from the institution he sees mm-hmm. you know what i mean and he don't and what if he doesn't want to give back to the university yeah, it's kind of a catch twenty two for the university. <laughs> you, know just, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, because if you if you're giving money to the players, yeah, you're going to make more money from the league, but then you're also maybe losing money from the actual students because they're mad that you're giving money to the players. This is endless. Yeah. <laughs> so like, what's the best way to make the most money for the school? <laughs> I have no idea, man. I, I don't know, man. It's, it's just like, yeah. I, like I it's said, tough. It's, I mean, there's there's definitely two sides to it. It's just I feel, but I mean, again, college players also go through a lot to play the basketball, and like they're. I mean, not even just basketball, football, all this stuff. Like they're working, like twenty four seven, like three hundred sixty five days a year. They're like they're, they're they're working out. They're like going to the practices, going to games. Like they're constantly working. And then they got school on top of it. And there's so much for them to do. And it's not a whole lot yeah. of excess time for them to have. So like to not play them, it's almost like slavery in a form. Like it's just like no, it's, they, it's really is. It is. It is slavery. Yeah, uh, it's slavery because like the. And it's like people are betting on them too. It's, it's very analogous. Honestly, honestly. yeah, you, you saw it. I'm like, wow. You yeah, know what I'm saying it's so much involved with it, which it. I could just imagine that it's probably drains the the player mentally. Mm-hmm. That's why I just say we need to change the rule. 
let athletes come straight out of high school and straight to NBA, you know, so we can just end all that, all, all of this madness, you know what I'm saying? Right. Let's, let's end all that madness. That's how I feel like. Yeah, and that may be a solution to get rid of college basketball. <laughs> no, I don't, I don't, I don't say that. <laughs> yeah. it's, too, it's too entertaining, you know what I'm saying? But I'm saying, like, just let athletes do what they want to do, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, like, let them do what they want to do. But I, like I said, I don't, I don't know how we're going to change that, you know. Um, yeah, it's, it's a tough situation I feel like we've all put ourselves into now. It's like, I don't know how to fix this. Like, yeah, we're in too like, deep. Like, every, everything is getting out of, uh, wiped out of the table now. Like, for, like, like I said, right. a couple of years ago, I heard about all these schools that had allegations. I, I heard a whole bunch of names, mm-hmm. big names. That's been in these allegations, and yeah. out of nowhere, I, don't, I haven't heard anything from it. Yeah, it's it's kind of weird. It's just like I don't, I don't know, I don't know. <laughs> I don't have a solution to this problem. I, I really don't. Like I say, I, I just, it's tough. It, 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 I guess it's the game, and it's going to keep happening. Yeah. Yes, well, <laughs> we, we, we need we need we need people like LeVar Ball that's going to continue to step up and and call these out. He's calling these guys out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and that's why he's created his own league. A lot of people don't like it, but. You know, he's doing big things, and people only don't like him because they can't do what he's done. So he created a JBA, yeah. Junior Basketball League. Yeah. For, do you think that's better, like a privatized league like that, where honestly, it's, it's free of these this kind of thing? That's cool. Yeah, but they was getting paid, though. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so right. honestly, I, I agree with it. A lot of players probably won't. Don't, don't do it yet, but, you know. Right, but I mean, it, it's, it's there, I think there's a perk to the the players. I mean, they're like they're like, oh, this is getting paid, and like this is like legitimate. So why would I? I should do this. You know, it sounds like a better, more legitimate offer. I'm not like being shady about this. Like, but right. I'm also making money. Like, absolutely. And then they travel. You know what I mean? All they need is the exposure. So I just feel like it's gonna be that one. I feel like it's gonna be a couple players that decide a couple top players that decide to join this league and then right. everything is going to shift and you're going to see everybody doing mm. going to these uh, other leagues but but I see the college is making changes and the NBA is making changes to try to stop them you know, that's right. why that's why they're offering. Well, because they're taking money from, them. right? <laughs> he's taking money from them, yeah. right? So you know, but he's he not not yet, but he he, he they see where he's going. Yeah. So now they're offering, okay, you can uh, an alternative where you can go to the G League. Right, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, it's definitely going to be. This is going to be the new drama in the next few years. Is like oh, what yeah. it's going to be G League or college. That's what's going to be the dilemma for high school players. What do you, th- in your personal opinion, like what do you think is better? Do you, like, what do you think is going to? What do you think is going to happen? Like, do you think G League is going to take off and it's going to be this huge thing and that's where that's going to be the go to for high school players? I, yeah, the, the G League is about to take off in a, yeah. in a few years. Honestly, I feel like that because um, I personally even talked to like the marketing director. That they're gonna they they working to get build up the marketing for the G League, and I think once these top players get the opportunity just to go straight from high school into the G League, mm. play one year in the G League, next thing you know, G League is gonna be. And I've just thought about this now. Right now, the G League is gonna be the next the next hottest thing. You know, what I'm saying college basketball probably get watered down. Players are gonna be able to go go to the G League, mm. and I think it's gonna be a, cha- a huge shift. And you know, what I'm saying you gotta you gotta we gotta hop on it now, starting in 2022. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's going to be really interesting to see and see how that kind of grows. I hope. I think that's probably for the best. Right, because players should have the the right to do what they want to do, honestly. Yeah. Like, if they don't want to go to Absolutely. school, they're not going to go to class anyway. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But, I mean, there are some players that, I mean, not to, like, we don't want to generalize everybody. I mean, there are some players true. that They're are passionate true. about college, too. I mean, are, I don't know. It's. I think it's good to have the option. You know, people are passionate about their studies, too, and they, they want to do that. They have that option. But if yeah. they just want to, like, they're trying to go to the NBA... Right, the, the top, the top, the top for the top draft picks. You know what I'm saying? That's exactly. what I mean. Right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. But I know some guys who in the NBA, like for Jaw Wall, for example. He, he, you know, he decided he, he's on 12 months uh, injury right now. 
mm-hmm. he's out 12 months and he's decided to go back to college and finish the degree he yeah. spent one year at Kentucky so you know it's a balance it's gonna be interesting I mean, like I don't know it's because I think some it, there's no way college basketball I think is ever going to go away because I mean there are always going to be people that want to have college and also higher education and like want to learn and the higher draft picks yeah they may end up going to the G League but I think there's always going to be people that are going to go to college basketball so it's going to be interesting to see if both of those can coexist and not be like at each other's necks yeah because another thing too like because the G League you know it's, it's kind of because it's going to be so many players and I'm seeing it right now you don't want to get caught up in the G League and get into that mix unless you're extremely talented because if you're not that talented you go straight to the G League mm. you're just going to be in a mix in the, like the rest of the players yeah. you know what I'm saying that's not even getting looked at at all yeah it's it's like what's the best way to stand out almost like which way oh, to just, go just, just uh, <laughs> uh, the best way to stand out is just be the best you can be man and, and continue to play and go hard yeah. you know what I'm saying and just really work, work on your game honestly <laughs> well, yeah, honestly that's that's the biggest message it's just like just, just it kind of sucks as a 17 year old you're having to decide like your future like what is the best way like the G League or the college and like all this stuff is going down like all they want to do is play basketball and like they just want to keep doing that and, like whatever's going to make them do that and it's kind of Horrifying that a seventeen-year-old has to make that decision. That's like basically will affect their lifelong career. Absolutely, and I think it's unfair. That, yeah, and um, you know, and depending on the college too. You know what I'm saying? Because a lot of college coaches got connected in the NBA. Like just, just if you were at Kentucky, you um, and you play average, solid. You got a, you got a shot chance of going to the NBA. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. Yeah, it's it's it's, it's tough to depict right now. <laughs> yeah, for sure, it's hard. Um. Yeah, so what do you think right now? Because this movie does have a lot. Nick Nolte's character eventually, obviously, goes. He starts paying players under the table. Do you think, obviously, that's, like, against, like, regulations for the league. But do you personally think that's immoral? Like, because it's kind of like everyone is doing it. And, like, how are you going to be successful if you don't do it, you know? And, like, he tried to stay clean for forever. But eventually, they all kind of go down that path, like... If you want to be a successful team, you kind of got to do it. Like in this current situation right now, where like it's not legitimate to pay players, is it super immoral? Man, I would <laughs> I, I would have did it honestly. Like <laughs> I'm be honest with you, because like I can't be I can't be out there losing. I feel like if that's the only way, you know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. yeah, you know I probably would have you know I probably would have did it honestly. Like just right. to it's it's tough. Yeah, like like I say, I feel like players players should be paid anyway. Yeah, I think that's like the route that should go. So like, I, I, I don't know. know. Is it worth the risk? I, I like, know, if you I might get banned for, for a few. Years. I know for a fact I would have did what he did though. Like we would have been celebrating and shouting, and jumping up and down with him. Like yes, you know what I'm saying? Like just leave it alone. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean he got success for the right. You know what I mean? But I, I'm I'm not like I said. I, I got morals and I got stand. I got high integrity. Mm-hmm. But just just for that situation, like I still I live by my own rules, man. You know what I'm saying? I, I live by my own rules. Yeah, not the law. <laughs> I mean, like I said, I don't go around breaking the law or whatever. But I'm saying though, like with that particular. The situation, <laughs> yeah. like it's just different, you know. It's, yeah. it's part of the game. Everybody's doing it, and I don't do things that everybody else is doing. But you know what I'm saying? You're not gonna get nobody though. Yeah. Like yeah. if I'm a if I'm a player, somebody offered me fifty thousand to go to this school, and you're not gonna offer me anything, and yeah. then we're gonna lose in program. I'm gonna go over here. Yeah, I mean that's kind of like the tough. That's kind of like just a general thing about like mankind. Actually, that's like it's a larger message. It's like, do you? As a person, do you follow the rules and follow the law even if you don't agree with it? Or do you kind of like go by your own morals and even if it's illegal, you're doing that because that's what you're going to do? It's kinda, I'm not, not going to do anything to put myself in prison, but... Right. You know what I'm saying? But at the same time, I 
I, I do. And you're gonna have your own belief. I got yeah. my own beliefs, and I got I got my own rules. Yeah. I don't I don't live by society's rules, man. I, honestly, I wouldn't I wouldn't be here in L.A. working for the NBA if I did that. Yeah. And, I, and I never did anything that's crazy or illegal or anything like that. But like I said, I just I, I, I don't live by society society's rules. I still be if I live by society, I still be Indiana in Indiana State or in Terre Haute, Indiana, right now. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I wouldn't be out here pursuing my dreams. You know what I mean? I wouldn't be here today. That's gonna you know making some generational changes in my family. Mm. You know, I, I wouldn't be in this situation if I did. So yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's that's great. <laughs> like, yeah, like, just prime example. Like you know, for example, I don't like for example. You know how a job can a job can fire you right now mm-hmm. without right, no yeah. two weeks notice, without no two weeks notice, and nothing like that. Yeah. But it is wrong if we just just decide to quit one day and just go to something else. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like, it's just no. It's, you know, I'm I, if I if I decide I want to leave, I'm gone. Yeah, everybody want to agree with that. I, everybody, I, and, and I'm gonna still keep my relationship with you. But if I got a better opportunity somewhere, I'm gone. You know, what I mean? and if yeah. I gotta leave the next day, I don't need no two weeks to decide. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's that's just one example of how I live by my own rules. You right. know what I mean? And, and it's gotten me very far. You know what I'm saying? Honestly, it's gotten me very far. Yeah, in life. Yeah, I mean, I have to agree with that. And like. I think another interesting parallel, I think, is because we just watched, like, the Jamel Hill interview on, like, it was The Breakfast Club, and she recently just got fired from ESPN because she was basically censored for saying, there was, like, a tweet or whatever that she said, um, which is called another interesting parallel. It's, like, these people are trying to tell her what to do, and um, she said it anyway. <laughs> and exactly. Because she had her own morals, her own beliefs, and she got fired, but now she's kind of doing her own thing, and she seems to be doing better. Yeah, she's know, working she's with like, LeBron James outside yeah, of the Yeah, she's doing, ESPN. like, a documentary, and, like, she's got other stuff going for her. So it's almost like, is that is that the that we should do? That's, that's, that's the one. That, I mean, that's what you're supposed to do, honestly. Yeah. And, and I and I study the greats, man. Honestly, I study the greats. Like, you know, just my journey, you feel me? Uh, my, just my journey, whole journey through college and to getting where I am today, and I haven't even made. It. I'm far from where I want to be. So, right. but I'm just saying, like, I'm a priest of where I'm at right now, and it's it's really bad about you know doing my own thing and making changes. Honestly, just making changes and studying the greats. That's what I've been doing. I just study people. Yeah, and. You know, and that's what she did. You know, I'm sure she studied the greats. And all the greats say they live by their own rules. They stand out. They be different. Mm-hmm. You know, they had to go through controversy, but they had to still live by, you know, they, they never live by society's definition of success. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And the same thing goes with, like, Bill Simmons, who also got censored by ESPN a few years ago. Like, this, this happens a lot. And he's doing better. He's got the ringer. He's, 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 he's thriving. So, like, I feel like that's kind of the message of this movie a little bit. And it's just because... It's very relevant to today. Like, all these people, like, just, like, ESPN censorship or just anything. Like, you got to maybe you have to go by your own belief. And, yeah, man, you, you got to be innovative out here. Honestly, you got to be innovative. That's something I want to tell you. Like, yeah. even me just getting into the NBA position, I had to be innovative and go through the back door. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And, There's any way you can get in, you know? Just fake it till you make it. <laughs> nah, I ain't going to say fake it till you make it. I, I, don't, I don't know about that, but I'm just saying creative, innov- innovative way to get in or, you know, to just make a way for yourself. That's how I feel like. Just be, don't think outside the box, man. I just, like I said, we could have a whole different conversation about that, but I just don't, yeah. I don't, you know, just like, I don't, I don't just apply for a job and then just hope for the best. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, I, I take methods. I call these guys. I I, yeah. I I pop up. I email them. You know what I'm saying? I do different yeah. things to make connections. You know what I'm saying? I don't apply for a job and just without without a, a personal connection in it. That's just my belief. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I, I, of course, certain scenarios, you got to just hope for the best, but don't put your eggs in your backs with that. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, that's true. That, yeah, it's just one of many reasons why, like I say, I just, you know, it's, it's just different. I think different, man. You know what I'm saying? It, it, and everybody will find out, like, once, you know, the brand start getting out there, motivated purpose, and when my book comes out <laughs> some years from now. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. I thought well, yeah, I think that's what's a really cool message about this movie is kind of Nick Nolte kind of goes through that whole arc himself. You know, he's he's very moral. He follows the rules, and then he breaks the rules, and he starts doing this because, you know, that's how he has to be successful. And eventually he kind of realizes the whole flaw in the system. He quits. And in the last scene, he just kind of goes up to these kids and starts teaching the basketball. And he kind of goes back to the roots of, like, why he started this in the whole place. It's, yeah, it's a probably, nice message, honestly. Yeah, yeah, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, yeah, he probably going to have to stay in the high school range because it ain't going to stop in the college. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Nick, yeah. Nick Nolte did a, a great job of acting and showcasing, exactly. you know, what, you know. It, it just made me think, like, what other coaches are to, going through that. You know what I mean? Like, okay, you, got, mm-hmm. you probably got the coaches that's, like, Okay, that's that's real super excited. That's 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 really excited about all the wins that they do, no matter if they pay players or not. They can pay mm-hmm. they can pay for their players. You know what I'm saying? But him on the other hand, he it's like he couldn't sleep. He couldn't even think about it in the middle of the game as you saw in the movie. As they won, he started flat getting flashbacks of, of the players talking to him about the money, him giving out the money or right. whatever. How many other coaches are dealing with that right now that they can't sleep or think about that because they know for a fact they went against their integrity. Right. to win a game or a championship. Well, that's that's another thing. It's like you see these in the news, like all these coaches are like in band or whatever and all this stuff because they're paying players. And like, at least me, I've never really thought that maybe they're like going against their own integrity and their own morals and they were kind of like pressured into this kind of thing. You know, like Nick Nolte didn't want to do this. He just kind of ended up having, that was the only route he had and that's how I ended up. Like, you know, I personally just never thought about the fact that like coaches also may not want to be doing this, but this is kind of how the system's set up, and this is kind of forced to do. Right, that. and I, and another thing I thought about as well, like pl- how many coaches are being held onto their will of something they did. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Right. You know who they they probably they probably don't want to do it, but they have to. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? I, I start thinking about that as well, and I also think about like all these allegations that are getting released. You know what I'm saying about about some of these coaches. All I kept thinking about is the Louisville because Rick Pitino because you know he 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 was one of the, he he's one of the greatest college coaches ever mm. to play the, to coach the back game of college and you know if he's been doing if he got all these allegations and y'all and he's just not just not coming out who did he make uh, who did he upset for them to bring exactly. it out there yeah. you know what I'm saying so who did he upset to get get it out there? that's that's another thing I'm thinking about as well because y'all been through this yeah. You know what I'm saying? So he must have did something that somebody didn't like. They leaked it out there. Now he get now everything is out. Yeah, it's surprisingly more political. I think <laughs> this whole it's basketball poli- situation is political. Yeah, yeah. It's all just like people owning other people and like people hiding other people's secrets, and it kind of sucks. It kind of sucks that this is like how like that like dirty basketball really is. When like really it's just like like as me as like a very casual fan who like goes and watches some basketball, goes to some games. Like all I'm just there is to watch basketball, and I don't really think much about this like whole behind the scenes thing of paying players and all this stuff and it's it's kind of sad that that is like what we have to focus on right now instead of just watching basketball and like yeah. it's just, it's an entertainment that's what it was made it would be entertainment honestly the, the passion the passionate player i am man it just it just sparking ideas and thoughts about you know how can i just make i just want to make change and everything you know what i'm saying or even just talk about it i don't want to be a part of just you know, just writing about it and then the negative aspect. Of, I want to talk about, you know, the underlying things and the, like, right. like like we're discussing right now. You know what I'm yeah. saying? The, I want to talk about the bigger picture. Yeah. And like where, like, yeah, I think that's what everyone's so focused on, like all this drama and stuff. And I feel like you just got to take a step back for a second and be like, 
why are we doing like this is basketball like we just want to be watching basketball like why are we so like all up in this stuff like i don't know it's it's to me it's kind of upsetting that this is like the focus yeah yeah man and um you know, I just feel like there's so many other great things that, you know, like I said, like, it was just with me being in the industry, you know, I saw a lot in that movie. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, it, just, it just gave me a whole different perspective. Absolutely. Honestly. Me too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There is one more thing I want to talk about is, uh, so th- there is a whole other aspect I feel like that we haven't really talked about is that Happy, who is like the guy who was, like, had all the money or whatever, he's paying, he bought Tony essentially to fix that game that happened three years ago and that whole thing kind of came out in the last little bit. Like, what are your thoughts on that on like fit uh, players personally being bought out to fix games for these like gamblers like um because yeah. that's to me that seems more blatantly immoral <laughs> to like yeah, no, that, no, that's, that's immoral like why can't players just play the game you know what i mean yeah and it's like i don't i don't i don't even see how players can do it and even sleep at night because i can't me just have, as a as a as a competitor i can't just let a guy run past me i'm i gotta go get it you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. I, I just can't play for fun yeah so you know, I don't. I just. I don't like the fact that these guys that probably never played a game of basketball in their life. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Probably never played a game of basketball in their life, and that they want to get all their hand. All they, they're getting all their hands in. And they're greedy, almost. Like, right. So that's that's why I'm saying I feel sorry for the athletes sometimes. Like these good kids, but now they gotta. You know, they took money from you know somebody, but now they gotta do what they said. They gotta fix a game. Now they now they're, you know, looked up, down upon. Right. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of tough. Like, if you're offered with that kind of thing and, like, they're giving you money for it, like, it's it's hard. And especially if these college players, you know, they, they might need the money, you know. There might be certain situations where they need the money. So it's kind of tough that this is happening. I don't know. Pay college basketball players. <laughs> right, man. You know what I'm saying? I just I, I just hope it's, you know, that with, with with even that aspect, just let's stop fixing games, man. Just let let let, let, let it play. Let it run yeah. out. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Especially just like, as a fan, like, watching basketball. Like, you want to know the game is fixed. Like, I don't know. That's, like, the, that's what's not interesting to me about wrestling. <laughs> it's that, like, the whole thing is fixed. Yeah. Like, I don't want to see a game that... <laughs> It's just like it's like a the play, right? Exactly. <laughs> I want to see like the, that's what's so interesting is the drama is like the realness of it. I don't know. Absolutely, man. I totally agree with you, man. Like I said, it it, it just needs to stop, man. With the with the whole yeah. with the whole Monday situation, but you know, like like I said, with like LeBron said, the narrative is never gonna change, man. You know what I'm saying? It's just gonna it's just gonna be what it is, what it is. Yeah. Hopefully, hopefully there's a brighter future. Honestly. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, I totally agree. <laughs> yeah. Well, another thing I want to know is because like we're talking about how kind of moral like Nick Nolte characters actually might be but there is a part that so he when he's scouting these players and he goes to there there is an element that they included where he pretends he's like the religion of the the family at home basically to win over these players which I think is interesting because in that in itself is immoral like he's like oh I'm Catholic too like oh like I'm, did, I, did yeah. you, I don't know I might got a different perspective on that did you okay. I think he really was I don't think he was pretending did you did you think he was pretending well so the, the one time he was like when he the mom whoever who wanted the house and the job he's like oh I'm Catholic or like we're both Catholic and she's like oh I'm not or whatever but it sounds like he looks up the religion before because then the next one he was like oh you're Baptist are you a a first Baptist or a Southern Baptist? Or oh, okay. He's like, I'm the first. Oh yeah, yeah. So he's he's lying to these people. Oh, yeah, he's pretending. Right, right. Yeah. So yeah, he was so he was basically finessing, man. That's that's what I like to call it. Like, he was just <laughs> finessing, like you know what I'm saying, to try yeah. to you know just win over the Shaq's heart. You right. Know, you know what I mean? So, like, but what's interesting is like, do you think that's hi- hypocritical? Like he's like, oh, I got these high standards. I'm I'm not oh, yeah, immoral. That's very, that's very hypocritical. Exactly. Ain't nothing. Ain't you know what I'm saying? It's, mm. It is what it is. You know what I'm saying? Like what you know, if you're gonna do something wrong right here. If you try to do the right things on here, be all around, you know, righteous. You know what I'm saying? Don't try to just okay. Yeah. This is it's almost the same thing. You try to win them over. Yeah. 
Well, that's just like it's kind of interesting. I think that's what interesting like uh, like message I guess of the movie that's saying. It's like no one is really perfectly moral too. So like what what exactly are we trying to say here? Because there's no, no one could be perfect. Like he's still lying. He thinks he's moral, but he's still doing other yeah. immoral things. So I'm sure that's not the right. So thing, if you're gonna you know? do that, you might as well pay to play. You know what I mean? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. If you're gonna lie to them about religion, why not lie to them and pay pay the money? <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. It's so like what's the line? You know. Exactly. So, so I don't know. It, it's it's tough, and I, it, it's interesting to hear that. Like, I don't know. It's like the basketball seems like an imperfect game. At least like the financial area behind it. It's like there's no. It's just so many guys that's making money off these athletes, and yeah. you know, everyone's in it for the money, even if they don't really know it. I don't know. Yeah, and it's a lot of people that's involved with the game don't know the, don't know the game, don't even know how to play a, play the sport, never played the sport, probably never had respect. For mm-hmm. the game, they, obviously they don't got respect for the game. <laughs> yeah. Um, one more thing before we kind of start wrapping up. I, one thing I want to notice is that there was one time when the player, I think it was it was the mom with the the house and the job. He goes up to him, Nick Nolte's character, privately, and he's like, "Hey, like I'm feeling homesick or whatever. Like I might want to back out. Like if I leave, will my mom still have her job and her house?" Which I think is interesting and something I've also never considered. Like thinking about like bribing players and stuff like. They're promising these kind of great things like that. Well, what if they don't like it? Do they like now? They, their whole family's screwed. Like he, her, she would lose her job and her house. Like she, it's tough. Like, that's, that's just the back end. That's just the back end of what you know. You getting you got. That's one thing you got to realize what you're getting yourself into when you do that. You know, all yeah. money ain't good money. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's why you know you got to be hesitant about a lot of things. Honestly, like if it don't feel right internally, and I know it probably did feel right when he was doing it. Mm-hmm. Don't take it. Yeah. You know I guess what I'm that, saying? Yeah. That's, not, that's not like just don't take is it. Is it on him though? I mean, it's, yeah, like, I feel if like his... it's on him. Like if you did it, really? you know. And I feel like he did the right thing by staying, honestly. But don't even put yourself in that situation. And Nick Nolte shouldn't even put himself in the situation. He should have just told the guy, like, yeah. man, look, you get yourself into this and got it. And I think he was trying to do the right thing at first by not saying anything. Like, no, nah, I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. You know, because he didn't he didn't physically give the money. You know what I mean? But he knew about it. So right. them discussing it, you know, he didn't even want to talk about it. But what I'm saying is. You know, I feel like your player got itself into it. Stick it out. You know, you you, you know your mom just got a new house. Don't put her, don't put don't even put at risk in that situation yeah. because you know who know who knows if those guys would it even you know just because you even thought about it, they probably would have took it anyway. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm just trying to empathize with the player. I feel like a little bit because like sure, like he was 17 when he made this decision. Like he may not have like thought of all the repercussions or just the fact that his family might have needed that job that needed that lawn you know like needed the house like that kind of thing like he felt like he had to do that for his family for his mom and that's why and, I emphasize because I already know I've been in his shoes you know someone I feel like I know <laughs> well, my family we need money you know what I'm saying and if, I, if I'm gonna put my if I'm gonna get myself involved with something in a position that's gonna help my family I'm gonna stick it out I'm not gonna try to you know what I mean I emphasize for him but you gotta have a tough mentality especially you know coming from where, you, where, where he came from yeah. You got to stick it out. Don't just be like, oh, I don't want to be here. You know what I mean? You're an athlete. Go through the process, man. You know what I'm saying? I feel for him for sure, honestly. Mm. But, you know, okay. I don't know. I'm, I'm a type of person. I get tough love, man, honestly. and yeah. I, But like I said, I do have empathy empath- empath- for people as well. Yeah, I mean, it's tough. I just feel like the players are the ones that are getting hurt out of all this, like, all this money and just, like, paying players, like, at the end of the day, like, if this guy wasn't happy, like, it kind of sucks that he's, like, basically locked into this thing now because he's got... 
his family like involved now and he, there's no way out of that and yeah yeah you're right uh, and that's that's what i'm saying like that's why you got to really do some deep thinking if what you don't want to do what you you know getting yourself into but at the same time like you just said like he he doesn't know what he's doing what he's getting himself into right. you know and it just and that and that leads to a deeper conversation you know what i'm saying who's guiding this kid you know what i mean who was who was helping this kid on the way up you know why he was dealing with this you know what i'm saying so it just it just sparks to a whole another conversation you feel me yeah yeah, I think this movie just really has really good commentary on like just like what it is to be a player when you're 17. You're making decisions like this, and just kind of the, the yeah, corruptness yeah, yeah. of I, the. I feel like it shows exactly what goes on, you know, in the, yeah. within the, within an hour and like almost 40 minutes. You know, it shows exactly what's going on, even with the media, you mm-hmm. know, action, the crazy questions. You know, what I'm saying it was a, it was a movie that I definitely needed to see. Yeah, exactly. I thought it was very eye opening. So someone who doesn't know, like specifically me, who like someone who doesn't know. It's necessarily like a ton about what's going on with all this basketball stuff. I thought it was really eye-opening for me, and it's like it's it seems like a problem that n- needs to be like solved like now. No, <laughs> and, and, it's, and it's something that's being like you know that's that's being talked about right now. That's, that's yeah. really like being talked about right, right now. Like a lot of players are under investigation right now. Yeah. You know, there's you know it's a lot of allegations going on. Yeah. So I was like, this movie came out 25 years ago, which is insane right. to think that this movie came out 25 years ago. Wow. And we have not solved this problem. Like it's just now being addressed. Honestly, like I don't know. I I wasn't alive in '94, so I don't know what, what kind of like the like audience was kind of thinking when this movie came out if this was like groundbreaking or if this was like still super relevant then or I don't know but I it's kind of sad honestly I feel like it was super relevant because like I said it shows exactly what's going on today like right. you know what I'm saying it's like and it's nothing has changed almost nothing yeah it's like, it's like nothing has changed yeah I mean we've got like hope I guess with the G League and stuff and that's coming out but like it's still, I feel like still. it's still going to go on, though. You know what I mean? Yeah. Even, even, you know, even average players, like to say, for the top players that go to the G League, you're still going to have average players that's, that's, that's not, that's not a potential draft pick right now, but maybe in the future once they develop a little bit in college. Yeah, I would rather develop in college than I would in the G League. You know what I'm saying? Because it's, you know, you, you still get the educational aspect. Mm. You get, you still get the life experience in, in college. You get to be mentored by, you know. By your coach, for example, like if if I if I was to go to Duke or something, and to be under the leadership and the guidance of mm-hmm. Coach K, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like I, I would want to be under that leadership instead of some G League coach who all he wants to do is protect his job. Yeah. That's another and, that's another you know point, another consideration that the these kids I, have to decide. Yeah, yeah. yeah right. Because <laughs> G League, like all you doing is you gotta it's 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 every man for himself in the G League. Yeah, it's every man for himself. So I I still feel like players, are, you know, players are still going to go to college. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of incentive too. I mean. Besides the education aspect, yeah, I mean, it is, right now at least, it's more legitimate, I feel like, college basketball, you know, like, G League is this new thing, and college basketball is, like, this tradition that's been around forever, these legendary coaches, like Coach K, like, all this stuff, like, it's tough, it's a tough decision, and I, I, I feel for the players that have to decide that. <laughs> yeah, like, and we just, I just feel like just as men, fathers got to step up and get involved, you know, high school coaches, let's all step step and get in, get involved in these players' lives and, and their decision-making. Yeah. You know, let's not make them, let them make no, you know, good decisions, no, no bad decisions out here, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. don't put your personal opinions on there, you feel me? Don't try to look at these guys as as money, as figures, just try to lead these guys in the, in, in the, in the decision that's where you're going to, that's yeah. going to benefit them in their future, you know what I mean? Let's make, let's, Let's let's do that. That's what I feel like needs to happen. Yeah, so I feel like at the end of the day, like we're all watching these players because we like the players and we care about the players. Like, and the fact that these players are the ones that are getting hurt, like I think that's perfectly represented with like the the guy who's trying to back out and he can't because he's like financially stuck now with his mom and all that. I just think that's that's the biggest bummer of all of it is that 
<laughs> we're like watching these players because like we want to see them grow and be the best they can be, and <laughs> absolutely, like, another, they're the ones getting hurt. Another part I seen in the movie is like, um, like why we we need more people helping these guys, these athletes. We need more people that's like trying to help these athletes. That's 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 trying to help more, that's, and that's trying to help more people that want to just have regular education. Because you saw in the you saw in the movie where the guy was talking to uh, Shaquille O'Neal. He Shaq asked him, "Would you be trying to help me if I wasn't an athlete?" Would you try right. to help me in college? That that was a deep message, honestly. He was like, "Would you yeah. be trying to help me get in college if I wasn't an athlete?" And I, yeah. that was deep to me. Like, you're not going to yeah. try to help me if I. Could. That's crazy to me. That's yeah. That's the selfishness of all this. <laughs> like, yeah, he's moral or whatever you want to call it, but like, he's in it for his own self interest. Like, he's he's he only cares about this guy because it's going to help him. And that's that's I don't know. It's a bummer. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know what I'm saying? So I'm just like, wow. That was a that was a deep message uh, yeah. to me as well. Yeah, I I totally agree with you. This movie. I don't know. It, it was enjoyable, and it's not. It's not like depressing to watch it, honestly. No, but it's, no, no. I, there's a, it, it, it alludes to a lot of depressing things about the league and yeah, the flaws. I think that go with it. Yeah, I, absolutely. Too, even with the whole the, the media thing, and as what just for me personally, like you know, seeing those guys, just that one guy that kept asking him about his old allegations. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like it hurts me to see that. Like right. you know, you know what I'm saying. Even as a journalist, mm-hmm. I'm not gonna ask no player like no no dumb question or something that's a controversial. Right. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And that guy just kept trying to ask him. And well, was that, that was that was interesting. He's like, yeah, I, I don't I don't answer stupid questions or whatever right. he said. Like, right. For real, they're like, bringing up past stuff. It's like, yeah, I don't know. Uh, yeah, I can understand that. Yeah, that was an interesting part too. Just so for just me saying that, it's just, it's just even today. Like when I'm in this, when I'm in this. When I'm in the whole, when I'm when I'm in the scrum area, when I'm talking to players with a, with a whole bunch of other people, other journalists as well, and then somebody mm-hmm. asks a crazy question, not a player don't want to ask, he don't wasn't talking anymore. You know, a lot of players don't even trust right. the media right now, and yeah. it's like, hey, it's, it's a, not yeah. me. You know what I'm saying? Like, hey, don't don't look at me like that. I'm not trying to hurt you. I want to write yeah. about you. I want to write some positive about you. Yeah, that's kind of tough. It's like that's the current state that we're in, like politically and everything. It's just like everyone's attacking journalists and vice versa. Like, it's just, yeah. Yeah, (laughs) that's why I like what LeBron is doing, man. That's you feel me. He's offering guys. He he got a platform like uninterrupted. And he got his shows where athletes can can speak how they feel because they can't speak how they feel on, you know, Mm. on 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 TV because you know they're gonna get they get fined. But you know, with a platform uninterrupted, you know you can speak how you feel. You can talk about how you feel. You know what you want to do. You know what I'm saying or you know what's going on. Yeah, hopefully change can come from that. Um, let's kind of wrap up. We're, we're kind of running out of time here. Um, one last question I want to ask you is, like, how do you think this ranks among some of the other basketball movies? It got to be, like, top ten. That's what I would say. <laughs> I don't even know I've seen ten basketball movies. <laughs> I've, I've, seen, I've seen a lot of good basketball movies, but yeah, with, that, with, with, that, with that message, it has to be at least top ten. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? This movie was, yeah, I thought it was great. I, this is definitely the most eye-opening basketball movie. It's more than just, like, watching basketball players and like seeing kind of the inside of that it has a deeper message and a very relevant issue today i think which made me really like it yeah um, most definitely kind of wrapping up do would you recommend this movie to other people you think oh yeah for sure i'm gonna definitely watch it again absolutely yeah. um i'm gonna ask you what, what do we what, what was it was it netflix uh we just rented it i don't think it's on okay, netflix okay, right now okay, okay, yeah okay. but 
Yeah. Definitely, if you haven't seen this movie, uh, go go seek it out. It's it's a, it's a good movie and it's extremely relevant today. So if you're at all interested in basketball and the current state of like what we're in right now, I would definitely. Yeah, I'm gonna recommend it to my other journalist friends. You know, yeah. my, you know we, 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 I think it's a discussion that we all need to have. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, exactly. I think what we had with this discussion is something that everyone should be talking about, and hopefully something good can come out of this. Cause For sure, it's a bummer. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. On that kind of sour note, <laughs> we're yeah, going to end this episode. But <laughs> thanks for coming on, Kahari. Thank you, man. Thank you uh, for the show. Yeah. Uh, this wraps it up for another episode of So What'd You Think? Uh, we'll have a new episode next Saturday at 5, so look, stay tuned for that. Um, but yeah, until then, peace. Peace.